Okay. Let's start Parshas Vayera Tavshin Ayin Gimel, and just to start the uh, the shir tonight should be Bishus. Um All those uh, fellow Jews who are going through tough times right now, and uh, Bishus that this, uh, the Torah that we learned, their life should get back to normal as soon as possible, and um, all of their uh, the tsaris that they're going through right now should um, go away quickly, and we should have Bishus Tobas for all of Chal Yisrael. Chol Makom Shehem. Okay. Uh, and whenever anybody gets to listen to this year, wherever it's uploaded, uh, Hashem, uh, we should be, uh, we should share Bizarre's Tovus. Okay, let's start with the beginning. Vayera ilav Hashem be'elonei mamre. So Vayera, Hashem appears to Avraham be'elonei mamre, v'hu yoshev pesach ha'ol kachom hayom. He's sitting at the front of his tent. So Rashi quotes the famous Chazal, yoshev pesach ha'ol kachom hayom, the end of the first Pasuk. Hashem took the sun out of its container, out of its cover, made it boiling hot. Because he knew that Avram Avinu wanted gas. He didn't want him to have gas. He was, he was a chole, wasn't feeling well. So Hashem made it very hot, so if there were no gas, so Avram wouldn't have to entertain them. But that itself caused problems. Ulafisha Ra'omitztaiv, and then what happened? Avram was even more upset because there were no guests. That was more painful to him than his physical pain. Shalohayu Archim Ba'im. So Havi Amalachim Allah Vidimusanashim. So Hashem said, Okay, I have to bring guests. If we think about this Rashi a little bit, it's somewhat unusual. Think about the Chazal. What? Hakarish Baruchu. Did he know? Did he want to bring the guests or did he want to bring the guests? Did he want to bring the Malachim or not? And what? He brought he made it hot. And he wanted to get it, so just send the guests. What exactly is the message of, of this Rashi? In the words of Rav Mordechai Elio, in the Divrei Mordechai, in source number one, says the Divrei Mordechai, L'shemai Yitzorach HaKadosh Baruch Olozi Chama Min Artika. Why did Hashem have to do that? Shetarchik Esa Orchim. V'yaka L'shloach. He didn't want to send guests. So he made it hot. And then after he made it hot, Avram was upset. So he had to send guests. So why didn't he just not make it hot and then regular guests could come? If he knew that he was going to have to send guests the, at the end of the day anyway. Right, so it's, all, it's all circular. So we're going to have two thoughts. First thought, Rav Mordechai, Eliyahu, Hatshuvahi, Sha'akadosh Baruch Hu, Heichin Ma'aneh, L'she'ela, Sh'yishalu HaMalachim, Esmosh Rabbeinu, Kavar, Mispar Doros. Hashem was setting the stage to an answer that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to have to give to the Malachim later on in history. A Gemara in Mesech Shabbos, which Dafyomi will get to in a couple of weeks, Kisha'ala Moshe Lamarim, the Gemara says, and the Medrash says, that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to, up to give to get the Torah, the Kabbalah said Torah, comes to a Malachim, the Malachim started arguing. No, no, you're taking the Torah? No, we want the Torah. You can't have it. We want it. And there was a whole fight. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, what should I do? Hashem says, hold on to my kisi, I covet and answer them. And in the Gemara's version, we have. Moshe says to them, Did you go out of Mitzrayim? Lo tignov. Do you steal from each other? Lo tignov. So you see the whole Torah, that's the version that we have in in the Gemara. So he quotes part of it, the Medrash has a little different version. What is a... Human being doing here in Shemayim. Ma'asakadosh Baruch Hu, the version of the Medrash is a little different than we have in the Gemara. Hafach is demuso shal Moshe Rabbeinu 
Hashem made Moshe's face look like Avraham's. And he said to the Malachim, Didn't he serve you some food? What are you getting screaming at him for? Didn't he host you? He gave, they, he gave you such covet down, down in the lower worlds. And the Malachim's like, oh yeah, okay, fine. And they didn't argue anymore. And the question is, because Avram Avinu did a little, did a little chesed for for the Malachim, so because of that, forevermore the Malachim are are indebted to Avram Avinu. What exactly is the message of the what is the message of the Medrash? It's got to be a deeper idea. So he gives a mashal. He quotes a marshal from, from the Chacham Yaakov Mutzvi. A marshal. Marshal ben Melech she'ekashimu lo'aviv. There was a prince. There was a prince that was very close with his father. Shayamar balafanekoto. And the father made him, gave him all of these special amenities that there is to be a prince. Yomecha nechnasar otzer lo'melech. At one time while he was, he was there, the son was there, the, uh, the, one of the ministers came in. One of the ministers came in. The minister on the, in charge of finances. So the king tells his son, you know, son, I just got to have a, a, a meeting with him. Can you please, you know, um, go after a little bit? And uh, you'll come back after. I just need to have a, a private meeting. I have a lot to talk about with him. Okay, fine. The next day the son's with the, the prince is with the king and all of a sudden the Sarah Pitachon, the defense minister, comes in. So the king says, can you, I'm sorry, can you please just like go outside a little bit and... And I just gotta, I gotta have some important conversations with this minister, and you know, and uh, afterwards you'll, you'll come back in. And then the next day, oh, the the star Hamishtara, the head of the police force, comes in. Son, could you please? I'm sorry, can you excuse us? Um, I, I no, it's, I love you very much, but I just and so on and so on. And all of a sudden, Nafal Haben Lemishkav, the son gets sick, mysteriously sick. The son gets sick. They can't figure out what's wrong with him. Nafal Lemishkav. They can't figure out what's wrong with him. One very smart man, a wise man, came to the king. I have a, I have a way out. I have, a, I have a thought. How to make the son, how to make the prince get a refuah shalema. Who became something very unusual. Who Get all of your ministers to wear masks. Animal masks. Animal masks. Every minister should wear another animal mask. And whenever one of the ministers have to have to go to talk to the king, you want to go speak to the king? You have to dance a little bit in front of the prince. You have to put on a little show in front of the prince. Okay, that's what you have to do. That's what happened. And he put on a mask of a peel, of an elephant. And he danced in front of the, the, the prince and he went, Right, the king said, you got to dance in front of my son. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And every day, the Sarah Bittachon came and he put on the mask of a, of a bear. And after a couple of days, the son was cured. The son was cured. Everybody's like, what, what happened? What kind of refu is this? It's unusual. They're putting on masks in front of the sun. 
So he says, what's, what's the soda davar? What's the, what's your secret? Analo says the wise man, why do you think your son got sick? It wasn't just a physical illness. He was depressed. He was depressed. He has a special, unique relationship with you. And then every day, can you please wait outside? Right, every day, another person comes in, another minister, can you please, what do you think he felt? He felt like a second class citizen. He felt like you love all these people more than you love him. And you're closer with them because you keep asking him to go out. Ha-ben chala, men she'em ha'ut kashru lo'aviv. V'chai ba'argasha, he felt, she'hu adam ha'chashu b'yoter. He thought he was the most chashu person in the kingdom. Kasher nochach ha'ben ladas, when the melech was machshiv, the sarav, the officers and the ministers, and he asked the son to leave. Hevin she'ish chashu v'mimenu ba'mam lacha. And he got sick. That's what caused him. Lachain, so the wise man says, you know what I did? I told you to tell the ministers to dance in front of the dance in front of the sun. Who's serving who? Who is more important than who? Who is secondary to who? They have to make a fool of themselves to dress up like somebody they are not in order to make the sun happy. And in that way, the prince the, the ministers will realize that they're not as close as the prince, and the prince will realize. That he's, everybody is there to serve him. And he is the closest to the king out of everyone. Says Rav Mordechai Eliyahu, what's the nimshal? Hamalachim, Chashvu, line 32. The Malachim thought, we're next to God. We're the Devarim, we're the Bruin HaChashuvim, we're angels. We're next to Kodesh Baruch Hu Shamayim. Yoser Measher Im Yisrael. That's what they're saying, what are you giving the Torah to Am Yisrael for? The Torah is not going down. The Torah says, stay with us. What did Hashem do? Hashem said, go down there and put on some masks. Go down and prance around to make Avram Avinu happy. He's my son. Who's secondary and who's closest? Yeah, start eating. We don't eat. Tough. Start eating. Make it look like you're eating. Why? Because Avram Avinu needs guests. And Avram Avinu is my son. He recognized me. They're just putting on a show to Avram. They didn't really need the food. They weren't really hungry. But Hashem used them in order that they learn this lesson so that later on in history the Medrash says when they say what do you mean we want the Torah Hashem can make Moshe look like Avram remember him? oh yeah we put on the masks we're the secondary citizens we're not the ones that are ultimately close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. it's the human beings it's the Avrahams it's the Moshe's Al-Kain at the end, who hara'uy Torah. That's why Hashem made this whole charade. Because ultimately he wanted the Malachim to come. And he wanted there to be a basis for the defense that he was going to have later in history in order to be able to give the Torah to Am Yisrael. See, he worked it out from behind the scenes in order to create this reality. One idea on that, Rosh. Another idea. Another idea, again, the similar question, asked a little differently, in source number two. From one of the Akronim quoted in Kemotzi Shalal Rav. Similar kind of question. Again, if you read the Rashi Kipshuto, it's very unusual. Hashem didn't want guests to come, so he made it very hot. And what happened at the end? He had to send guests anyway. What, Hashem didn't know what was going to happen? 
So we had one answer from Mordechai Elio. It's relating to a story later on in history. Says the Kamosi Shalarav, quoting Rav Yonis and Ibishitz. Yonis and Ibishitz, source number 11. <coughs> I mean, line number 11. He bases it on Gemara and Nesachas Tainus, which we don't have to do right now. Says the Yaros Vash, when we do a mitzvah, we do a mitzvah, it's not always perfect. We try to do a mitzvah perfectly. We, we do our best. But sometimes, most of the time, is there a hundred percent kavana when we do the mitzvah? A hundred percent lishma? It's not always. Hopefully as close to it. But sometimes there are some ulterior motives. I'm going to do this, so hopefully I'll get it back. As we know, the only mitzvah that is called chesed shel ms, ms, is kvura, because there's no, there's no giving back. No giving back by kvura. So that's ultimately, that's the MS, but re- really when we do a mitzvah, there's not always perfect, perfection in the mitzvahs. Ubir Ayaraz Vash, line 11. Shalach Ora, Ani, She'ein Biyado L'Kayim Mitzvah Staka, for example. Nigras Chuso Minashir L'Kayim Mitzvah Staka. If you think about it on the surface, who, in an Ani Ashir relationship, as an example, for a mitzvah. In Ashir is a lot more schuyos than the Ani. The Ashir is giving. The Ani is not giving anything. But, Ulam Ha'emes Hula Hefech, says of Yonas and Ibishitz, if the Ani has the proper attitude, and the Ani thinks to himself, oh, I wish, I wish I had enough to give. I wish if I had, I would give. That Ratzon, that desire to do the mitzvah, is pure. Ironically, says of Yonas and Ibishitz, sometimes a desire to do a mitzvah could even more be more pure than the carrying out of the mitzvah itself. The usher giving the money. Hopefully, hopefully it's, it's as close to Lishma 100% as possible. But it could be a little bit, I feel good that I'm able to give. You know, I feel a little bit above. Do I really feel like this is a picadon in my hands that Hashem entrusted me with, that I'm just giving it over to somebody else, but it's really not me giving, it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu giving through me. Do we have those pure kavanas? Not always. So says the Rabbi, the Aristash, when an Ashir gives, it's not perfect. When the Ani desires to give, it's perfect. Because the Ani really, have, when we have a desire to do a mitzvah that we can't always do, but we really yearn to do it, that could be perfect. As we'll talk about as we're a little bit later in terms of Machshavas. And he thinks in his thoughts, He would give as much as he can. And his heart yearns, his soul yearns, and he's upset. That he can't do the mitzvah. Haredino, what do we hold? What does the Gemara say? It's as if he did it. But what kind? But in terms, Hashem could give you credit, but in a sense, obviously it's better, it's more to do the mitzvah if we can. But if somebody is in a situation, says of Yonas and Ibish, it's ironically that he can't do the mitzvah, not that we should want to be in those situations, but if someone is, it's a more perfect situation in a certain sense. And therefore says... Rabbi Yonatan Ibishitz, and again, it's Kedakov HaKodesh, it's his type of, of Kharifus, his type of thought. The opposite of what we might have thought. Vihine line 18. Avram Avinu, Hayamer Kavalamidas HaChesed. Avraham was the ultimate in Chesed. 
And he was going to do a lot of chesed, obviously. Hashem wanted him not only to do chesed, but to be in a state where he desires to do chesed. And he has the zone to do chesed when under natural means he wouldn't be able to do it. He'll do it. But that's why Hashem created this whole hot desire, no guests, and having to bring guests. Perfect. Hashem wanted to create the situation of giving him a zone. So that guests don't come, line 21. And his soul yearned for guests. With that great pain and yearning, he reached the perfe- perfection. And then Hashem said, okay, he can even, he can even uh, fulfill it. He can even fulfill it. But maybe that's why, in a backwards way, he created this situation. Okay. Divrei Mordechai, one idea to... Set the stage for later in history and Vyonas and Ibishitz, Nanas Kiluasa. Let's move on. Paragutaspasigudgibel. A lot of stories in Parshas Vayera. One of them is the story of Sodom. Story of Sodom, as we know, the Malachim, each of the Malachim had a different job in terms of their what they were supposed to do. Rashi quotes that Amal can't do two jobs. We spoke about that in the past. But says the Rashi on Perek, Yud, Tas, Pasik, after Ravi, after Ravi, says the, says the, says the uh, Pasik, When the Malachim are dealing with stone, the Malachim say, quickly, Escape. I can't do anything until you go there. Quickly, go there. Rashi. What's the message of the Malach saying, I can't do anything until you are you escape. Rashi says, This is a punishment. This Malach that was being Mahapech stone is being punished here. That's why he needs to say, I can't do it. Lo ucha, why? Al sha'amru, because earlier he said, ki mashchisim anaknu. We are destroying stone. He takes the credit. V'tolu hadavar ba'atzman. And he's tola the action on himself. It doesn't say Hashem is destroying. He says, mashchisim anaknu. L'fichach lo zazu misham, ashehutzku glomar she'en hadavar b'rshusan. Therefore, he has to admit that it is really not in his power. That's what the Gemara said. That's what Rashi says. Interesting, though. If you look at the Pusik that Rashi is referring to, that the Malach took the credit, and therefore he's being punished here, which is interesting that a Malach is being punished. Right? That's Bechir uh, Chavshis. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But if you look at the Pusik that Rashi is referring to, what happened? The Malachim, the Anashim, are with Lod, and they say, who else do you have here? Quickly get them out. Pasuk Yud Gimel. Let's read it. We're destroying this place. Their scream, their cry has gotten up to Hashem. And Hashem has sent us to destroy it. Asks Rav Schwab. I don't understand. Rashi says, a few seconds later, Pasuk this Malach is getting punished. He took the credit. He says, we're destroying it. And therefore, he's getting... 
what about the continuation of the Pasuk? He says, we are destroying it. And the very next phrase is, Hashem sent us to destroy it. He gives Hashem the credit. I don't understand. So you're right. That phrase, if you take it in a vacuum, Right, we're destroying it. But we'll keep reading the Pasuk, yes, Rav Schwab. Hashem sent us to destroy it. So why is the Malach getting punished? He's giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu the credit. Says Rav Schwab, two Rav Schwabs tonight. Once it was open, we have two. Says Rav Schwab in source number three, Ma'ayan Beis HaShoeva. Allah quotes the he quotes the problem. He quotes the Rashi and later on, the line five. Hashem sent us to destroy it. So you have to read the first half of the Pasik in light of the second half of the Pasik. The second half of the Pasik says, Read the whole Pasik as one. It's one phrase. We are destroying it because Hashem sent us to destroy it. So what, what's Rashi? What's Chazal getting so upset about? Question one. Question two. It's an unbelievable medrash. The medrash says that this Malach that said that had to stay in Olam Hazeh. Didn't get to go back up to Shemayim so quickly. When did he get to go up? Says the medrash. Ki nidchu, or the group of Malachim, Nidchu mechitzasan meya ushloshim ushmona shana. 138 years. All the way until vihine malach elokim olim dimbo. The malachim that Yaakov dreamed about in the beginning of Ayetze by the ladder. They're going up. What do you mean going up first? Right? So many different answers. One of the answers is going up first because these malachim have been stuck here because they took the credit. Mashchisamanachnu. You take the credit. You're punished, you have to say lo uchal, and you have to stay here until Yaakov Avinu dreams about you. Ma inyan, mashchisim anachnu, and taking the credit with Yaakov Avinu seeing the malach, vayetze Yaakov, mi sheva v'yelach harana. So two questions. They didn't take the credit. And number two is, what exactly is the message of Yaakov Avinu? Says Rav Schwab, and already Chazal opened the door a little bit by saying that the Malach did something wrong. So, by Chazal saying that, we already see that there's something to talk about in the world of Malachim, and even in terms of bringing them down to our own type of reality, as you'll see what we mean. First of all, says Rav Schwab, says Rav Schwab, the truck, the Tame HaMikra, going back to Ezra HaSofer, the Gemara says, that itself always teaches us something. How to read a Pasuk. How to read a Pasuk. Tamim. We Paskin that you don't go back for missing trop unless it changes the meaning of a word. But Tamim help us understand the Pasuk. Says of Schwab, as we know, besides the Sof Pasuk, besides the end of a Pasuk, the greatest Mafsik, the greatest separator in Tame Amikra is an Esnachta. That's the strongest separator. That splits the Pasuk. And Asnachta splits the puzzle. Where's the Asnachta here? Says Rav Schwab, the Asnachta is right after Ki Period. Or at least semicolon. We can't read the first half of the Pasuk in light of the second half of the Pasuk. What was the question? We're destroying it with the Shlichus of God. No, there's an Asnachta there. 
There's two separate phrases happening in this Pasuk. There's at least a comma, and it's probably a semicolon, says Rav Schwab. There's two phrases the Malach is saying. There's even, he doesn't emphasize it, but I'm just pointing out, it says the word ki twice. Ki is the beginning of a phrase. As if there's two reasons being said here. There's two phrases. There's two keys. And once you read for the idea from Schwab, you can't read the Pasuk any other way. There's two things the Malach is expressing here. Top of the next column. Before that, the Malach is saying two things. Number one, he's saying we're doing it. Number two, he's saying God sent us. And we're going to see, he's going to relate in a minute, that we're not talking about such a high-level malach here. But says the, says Rav Shwan, phrase number one, we are destroying. Phrase number two, Hashem said this. What's the separate phrase? Is he like upset about something? He wants to do it on his own? Again, Chazal already opened the door for us to have this discussion. Because Chazal said he's getting punished for what he said. He must have done something wrong. Says Rav Shwab, Vahainu. The Pshuto Shalapasik, according to this reading, is that they had some personal reasons for destruction. Not just because, second half of the Pasik, Hashem sent us. There was something personal. What was personal? The Anshe Stone treated them like dirt. Treat them like dirt. Let us have them. Let us let us mock them. Let us disgrace them. They treated them. How they talked to them. Ratsu anshi stom lahazikam ba'ofan ayosim megul meshukats u'barach amasamalat the malachim are upset. They have personal negius, so to speak. Again, the second reason Hashem sent us, and then Rav Schwab knows that what all of us are thinking. Come on, we're talking about a malach here. We're not talking about two people having a fight on the streets. We're talking about a Malach. Says the, says Rav Schwab, you have to remember the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Hilchaz Yisodia Torah, there are many different levels of Malachim. Says the Rambam, line 10 on the left side, Shinui Shemos HaMalachim Al Shem Malasamu. We have many, many names for angels. And the different names reflect different levels. Lefichach Nikru Chayos HaKodesh. The Chayos HaKodesh is the highest level. It goes through. And what's the tenth level? Look at the let's read the Lashana Rambam. Umala Himala Hatsura Ishim. The lowest level Malach is the Malach in the category of Ishim. Those are the Malachim that prophets talk to. How do you talk? You have to be somewhat close. That's why you're called Ishim. Venirim. And they're seen. Lahem b'mare hanavua. That's why they're called Ishim. And the Rambam ends off. Shema'alasam krova l'ma'alazdas b'nei adam. They're not so different than people, except that they don't have a physical body. But they're not so different. The Rambam says, the most rational person out there. Says Rav Shwab, if with that background and putting together this Chazal that says the Malach sin, we could suggest what the Chait was. The Malach wanted to be no came and to take revenge from Stone for two reasons. The second reason, after the Asnachtum, because Hashem told me to. The first reason, because he took he took you know umbrage at the fact that that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that the Anshe Stone did this to them. There'll be Mavaza them. Again, the Chayos Hakodesh wouldn't 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 feel it. 
And it could be Hashem had to use these, these level of malachim in order to be the angels that, that, that ate. Maybe the other, the other levels wouldn't be able to even come to be in the story. And it's possible, says Rav Schwab, and only Rav Schwab could say this, After all, we have little hints throughout Chazal of Malachim doing things wrong. Making mistakes. Right here we have an example. Or the other Midrashim, at the end of Parshas Breshis, we have the Nephilim. Who are the Nephilim? Beings who fell from Shemayim. So there already there's a precedent for angelic beings having Bechira. You only, you only get punished for those that are wrong if you have Bechira. So says Rav Schwab, that's Mashchisa Manachnu. Because they took something personally and because of that they were punished. They were punished. You're taking the credit. You want to do it because you're upset, not because the Kaddish Baruch Hu sent you. So that's why. That's why they were punished. Right? Next Pasuk. I, we can't do anything. What about Yaakov Avinu? What about the end? They had to wait on Olam Azeh. They had to wait in this world until Yaakov Avinu came along. Va'alheyos bahem midos b'nei adam. Not ne'enshu shlochazu l'marom. By the fact that they were slighted and they felt it and therefore they wanted to act upon it. They didn't just let it slide. They had to remain until they came and met somebody who was the ultimate ne'elav ve'eno olev. The ultimate one who had everything taken away from him and the most disgraced. He got the brachas and what happens? He runs away. Someone who overcomes all of his nagiyas, all of his personal feelings. And he doesn't care, right? What happened? Chazal say he quotes it. He's traveling. He's running away. He has nothing with him. Eliphaz came to him. He took everything. Eliphaz, the son of Esau, he has nothing. Says the next column at Shiro is Yaakov Avinu Kishabarakh Mebeis Aviv Shenishar Biiram of Achoser Kol he has nothing. Eliphaz took everything. Ve'in lucha elbon gadomizeh. There's no greater elbon. And what's he going to do? He's going to have to go and 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 get a wife. Get a wife. Oh, what do you have? What, what do you bring me? Nothing. Right? What do you have? This this is he's going to go try. This is how he goes. To, this is his first impression. V'afalpikin lo ichpal lo klab. He doesn't feel it. He's the same Yagal Avinu. And he quotes Chazals. Right? He's okay. Kodesh Baruch Hu's in charge. It's okay. Once the Malach sees that, okay, Olam Biyar Dibo. You see that it's, this is the model. Avram Yaakov Avinu. So now, says Rav Shwab, he could go back up. He learned, he learned what it is to be a Nelav and an Eila Olam. Okay, creative Shabbat Shwab, but again, you have to say something for the punishment of the Malach and the second half of that Pasuk. After you have to say something for that. Okay. Moving right along. Yutas Chavzai. Right after Stom is destroyed, as we know, Vayashkim Avram Baboker, El HaMakom Asher HaMacham Espanei Hashem. Avram wakes up in the morning, Pasach Chavzayin, to the place where he had stood, which itself is an amazing Musr. This is the Makar for Makam Kavua in Mesechus Brachas. So Avram, the place where Avram davened before. It's amazing. Avram pleaded and pleaded and pleaded. His tefillahs were not answered. Right? Stone was destroyed. He goes back to the same exact spot and davens again. Right after the story of Stone, he davens again. 
Keep going back and back. So And he looks at stone and he sees it's destroyed. Okay. We learn from this Pasik, as we know, that Yak Avram Avinu was Mesakain Tfilas Shachris. Mesakain Shachris. Yisrak did Mincha and Yaakov did Maif. Good. Asks a lot of twos tonight. Two Kamoti Shalal Rubs, two Rib Schwabs. Asks one of the Rabbanachim Tzvi Tekesin in Kamoti Shalal Rav. Why did Avram only make Shachris? What if he was davening already? You know what? He only davened in the morning? He had this great idea called tefillah. So why did he stop? Why did he make all the tefillahs? It was so hard, he couldn't, uh, couldn't come up with it. He only died in the morning. Right? Once Avram came up with the idea of tefillah, why specifically did he stop? Gemar and brachas, chavav, Avram tikin tefillah shachrash. Never by asking Avram aboker, alamakam, asher amacham, amidus tefillah, right, tefillos, keneged, avos tiknum. So b'emesh yish lohavini asked, he called the Kaddish Baruch Hu Master. So, why did he stop? Why did he stop? He could have done all three. Says this, uh, this Darshan. Beautiful idea. Drush Nifla, Mivarzos. You know why Shachris? Because Avram Avinu has a special connection to Shachris. And Yitzchak to Mincha. And Yaakov to Myrif, to Arvis. It wasn't haphazard. You know, he could have said, okay, I want an Avram do Mincha. No, he couldn't do all of them and he couldn't do any other one of them. Avram was specifically suited to Shachris and Yitzchak to Mincha and Yaakov to Myrif. Ki halo, line 9. Kfar Katsu b'medrash v'chein b'ramban. The Ramban says many times in Sefer Bracious. Ki maisa ha'avo simen labanim. The groundwork that the Avos laid was a simon labanim. V'chol hanhagas Avram Avinu haisa and Avram Avinu's actions. If according to that thought, everything Avram did was an illusion and laying the groundwork to something later in history. And Yitzchak following him and Yaakov following him. After all, Maisa Avos simon labanim in order. What time period was connected Avraham? What time period in later history was connected Yitzchak? And what was connected Yaakov? Avraham went to Mitzrayim for the first time. B'nei Yisrael went to Mitzrayim. And he went out with a great Rechush. Until the first Chorban, the first time period where they were on top of the world and Avraham Avinu was spreading the word of God and David HaMelech and Shlomo where they were on top of the world. That was connected to Avram Avinu. Han Hagas Yitzchak Haisa Kenegetz Man Bayesheni Ab L'Churbano Yitzchak Avinu was Bayesheni. That's the next stage of time period and we'll see the connection um, in a minute. Van Hagas Yaakov and Yaakov obviously the Av of Golos is connected to Golos. The real the Ultimate Gullus is the Gullus that started by Churban Bayesheni. If we think about each of these three time periods, Vihine Yadua, There are two types of Hanhagos, two types of ways God runs the world when it comes to the Jewish people, when it comes to the world. As we know, Hanhaga Nisis, Hanhaga Nigles, miraculous Hanhaga, revealed Hanhaga. Shabbat Hanakadish Brahu Nigle Bakotok Fovakoho. 
the miraculous events, and then the natural, the hidden. You don't see the Yad Hashem in the time periods of Tev and the time periods of Nistar. So let's think for a moment about these three time periods that we're dealing with. Avram is everything from Mitzrayim, where Avram went, up until through Bayez Rishon, that was a time period of miraculous events. Right? The ten miracles that happened in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Yerushalayim, in the Beis Hamikdash every day. And all the extra ones that are not even mentioned in the, in the uh, Mishnah in Perkei Avos. The Aaron was there. It didn't take up any room. The Aaron carried itself. The whole Bayez Rishon was full of miracles. The smoke went straight up. Kashen is bony, but told us, you may am Yisrael nireh. From the time they went out of Mitzrayim all the way until Churban by Yisrishon, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Hanhaganisis. It was miraculous. It was clear. It was open. It was known. There was clarity. All right, what does the Gemara say? They didn't accept Gerim in the times of David and Shlomo. Because, what, who's not going to be Jewish then? They're on top of the world. Because everybody's going to become Jewish. Shachris is clarity. Shachris is bright. It's sunny. It's hopeful. There's, 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 there's positive, positive energy. That's the morning. That's, that's Shachris. That's Bayis Rishon. But as we continue... Throughout history and throughout the day, we have Bayesheni. Bayesheni, sun was starting to set. Bayesheni didn't have all the miracles of Bayes Rishon. Though it had a base on Indosh, it was still daytime. But the sun was clearly setting. And the elders, the Gemara tells us, and Yuma saw Bayesheni and they were crying because they remember what Bayes Rishon was like. And many Mepharshim even say that Bayesheni, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, we spoke about this five years ago, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky says that Bayesheni wasn't even really a base on Migdash. It was a, there was no Aaron Kodesh in Bayesheni. There was no Urim Atumim in Bayesheni. That was a base on Migdash. Okay, it was physically a base on Migdash. But it wasn't so clear. It wasn't so clear. Right? The, the Yavanim were able to be Matame that base on Migdash. There was a lot of darkness during the second base on Migdash. Right? The sun was starting to set. And that's Yaakov, that's Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu, that's, that's during by, he was, he never left the Yerushalayim. Yitzchak never left Eretz Yisrael. Right? Yitzchak was there. B'machtas hayom kasher Hashemesh hitchilo lishkoa. Az huzman mincha. And that's Yitzchak Avinu. From the end of Baishvishu to Baishvishu, Shaz hechla hashkach la hasras paneha. The beginning of Hester Panim is starting. During that time. Some of the Nisim don't exist anymore. There's no more Nevua. The Beis HaMikdash was missing. And that's why Tfilas HaMincha Ad HaErev. Until it's, it's dark that you don't see anymore. Ad HaShatechshach HaShemes. Yitzchak. Yitzchak couldn't do Shachris. That wasn't, that wasn't his, his Maisa Avo Simon Lebanim job. He was the next stage in history. And then finally, Chorben Bayesheni. So then the darkness starts. V'hanochi aster astir. And that's the third av. The one that had more tsaris than any of the other avos. As Rashi quotes toward the end of Sefer Bracious. Yosef and Dina and Esav and Lavan and Shimon and Binyamin. There's no other... He was the, the av of tsaris and the av of Gaulus. 
And Rachman al he at the end of his life, he's like, come on out. Hashem, can you, you know, give me a little bit? Bikish Yaakov, Lacey Bashalva. Hashem's like, not, not, it's not what life's about. Right? There's no, there's no uh, contract that we have that life is supposed to be easy. Kodesh Baruch told Yaakov. Bolachain Yaakov. Shanagazoe moral tkufa zushalagalas. Yaakov is connected this time period, Myrith. The tefillah of nighttime. The tefillah of darkness. And what did Chazal say? Tilas arvis ain la keva. There's no keva. What does that mean? Alpidrush. There's no specific ending time. It's whatever was zoche. Yan ki adaver tali banu im nashuv b'tshuva halo az laila kaor yair v'neitzei micheshkas hagalus. So the avos. Why didn't Avra make all the tefillas? Because each of the avos are ma'isa avos simon lebanim kineged. Right? It, it makes sense. The beginning of the of the individual Jews, the beginning of the nation. Right, Avram Avinu is parallel to the beginning of our nation. Right, Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, until all clarity. Avram Avinu is Shachris. Yitzchak is the middle, while they were in Eretz Yisrael still, and Yaakov, of course, is afterwards. Shachris, Minchan Meir, specifically suited, and Matim, for each of the Avos, and each of the Tefilas, that they were Mesaki. Good. So we have had two Kamosi Shalorovs. We've had one Rav Schwab, another one on the way, but now we have two Meshachachris. Meshachachma tells us Yisod Gadol. Two Yisodos tonight, starting with source number eight. We move on now to the Akedah. To the Akedah. I have to talk about the laning for second day of Rosh Hashanah. The first day of Rosh Hashanah is also here. But we're going to focus on one Pasuk. At the end of the Akedah, we'll get back to the middle. After the Akedah, Avram Avinu, in Perachav Bey's Pasuk Yudalid, after the Malach tells him to stop, which is a fascinating question itself, that the Medrash talks about that all of these, the Satan dressed up like many different things to try to get Avram not to do the Akedah, like water and like fire and like a forest. And then the Pazik says that a Malach Hashem told Avram to stop. How did he know that wasn't the Satan either? Interesting question. Not for now. Anyway, Vayisa Avraham is saying, Avraham sees his, he lifts up his eyes, he's in Ayol, and he, and he gives the Ayol uh, instead. Pazik Yudalim. Vayikra Avraham Shem HaMakomahu. Avraham calls the name of that place, which was Haramoria, which was where the base of Midrash was going to be built, Hashem Yireh. That's the name of the place. He calls the name of the place, that's the first name that we have in the Torah to this spot. Hashem Yireh. Asher ye amer hayom, bahar Hashem ye ra'eh. Hashem shall see, asher ye amer hayom. What's the message of that name of Hashem yireh? Two separate ideas of the Meshachach. Number one, ha'inyan, da'am ruzal. Chazal tell us, and this relates to an idea that we spoke about before, but he's going to go with a totally different derech. Be Israel, we know when it comes to the Jewish people. Machshava Tova Mitztarefis Lamaisa. Machshava Ra'ina Mitztarefis Lamaisa. When we have a thought to do something good, Machshava Tova, even if we don't end up doing it, Hashem gives us a lot of credit. Because we wanted to do it. We wanted to do the Machshava. We wanted to do the Maisa. We wanted to, do, we couldn't. Right? Somebody wants to go to shul and they can't. Right? Their car doesn't work. There's three feet of water in front of their house. They can't get to shul. Hashem says, okay, I'll give you the credit. You went to shul. Ones. Machshava ra in a Mr. Evis Lamaisa. But not Machshava ra. Only my Buddhist maybe. But Machshava ra in a Mr. Evis Lamaisa. Not Machshava ra. The question is, why not? And where did it come from? Where did it come from? 
Where in history, why is it in our DNA that machshava tova, we get the credit? It doesn't apply to other nations. Says the Meshachachma. Really, it shouldn't be true that any machshava gets the credit. But there was something in history that laid the foundation for us forevermore. Veha, line five. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem is always very fair to all of his creatures, creations. And why, as we know, why the Chazal give Nevi'im, like Bilam Arasha, to the Umos, so they shouldn't say, if we had Nevi'im to lead us, we would have done better. I gave you Bilam, and look what happened. Look what happened, look what he did. So he's always fair. So what? what why is there, it's not fair here, right? B'nai Yisrael, we get the credit from Achshav Tova, and not other nations. Achabiyur, line 10. Ki bihi masro Yitzchak es nafsho akinishmo Yisbarach. Yitzchak was Moser Nefesh. Yitzchak gave his life. He put his neck out, literally, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ume'az v'hala. From that moment on, and we talk about the Akedah every single day of our lives. It's in the Karbanas, the Akedah. And Rosh Hashanah and Slichus, whenever we want Tzachuyos, Akedah, 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 Akedah. Why? Because from that moment on, Yitzchak created a nature in every Jew to do the right thing for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He put that into our DNA. He put it into our DNA to always want to do what Hashem asked us to do. He did the most extreme. Everything else is less. Like he says so many times in history. When Jews actually gave their lives also, like Yitzchak Avinu was asked to do. Ad ki ka'es, until now, yukshe al nefesh ha-Yisraeli. Mazen Yisrael ma'aisha la'gadot surmach sa'vzeinu avram b'Yisrael. Sometimes we even think about it, and we know many Jews in history. It's like even hard for us to understand. We can understand it was a tremendous Nisayon. But there were many people, Rechman al-Islam, that gave their lives throughout history. But we only think that way and have that ability because Yisrael did it to start us off. We have this natural Natiyah and he quotes the famous Rambam and Ilchaz Gerashin which we have spoken about many times. I gave you the story of Cooperman quotes the Rambam in source of a seven on the top left. The Rambam that talks about somebody who was supposed to give a, a get to his wife halachically and he's not giving a get so we're allowed to force him and we don't consider it a force because every Jew wants to do the right thing deep down. Every Jew wants to make sure that He's doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks. Lachain, line 21. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the credit for the thought. And we can't do it. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that we really want to do it. Lachain, in Machasheva Yisraeli, La'asos Mitzvah, V'nen Asvalawasa, Mitztarefes Lamaisa. He connects it, he combines it. Ki Machshava Nis'atzma V'chakuka B'nefesh Yisraeli. The Machshava is in Umitzido E'nikov Klau. From the Jews' point of view, there's no ikuv. Aval chashav, it's okay. Aval chashav lasos ra. National chashav gets me worked up. Aval chashav lasos ra. But the opposite is not true. Hirakuparechas evel nidav. Right? If there's a if there's a, a thought to do against what Hashem says, we say that's just misafav alachutz. It's on the outside. It's not natural for a Jew to think that way. 
But what planted within us, what created the reality that Hashem could look within us and say, a Jew has that machshava and he wants to do it, okay, I'm going to give him the credit, it was the Akedah. Says the Meshachachma, after the Akedah, after Avram and Yitzchak just went through this, what is Hashem, what is Avram Avinu called the place? Hashem Yireh. Hashem sees. Hashem sees inside. Hashem sees within us and He knows what we want and He knows what our, what our real tithes are and what we really want to do. That's a perfect name because this is exactly after the events that allowed HaKadosh Baruch Hu to then look at every Jew, look inside every Jew and give him the credit and, and say what defines him is the Natiel Latov. That's what defines us. The MK line 5 in the next column. When Yitzchak was already Neakad, the Hashem, the He says, once that occurred, Hashem Hashem sees, Hashem sees. That's number one. And then we have number two, second Meshachachma, also on the pasuk, also related to Hashem Yireh. And he quotes the well-known Chazal about Yireh. Where did the name Yerushalayim come from? Hashem said, the Medrash said that Hashem had a difficulty because he had two people that he loved very much and he didn't want to insult either of them. He had somebody named Shame and Shame, Malki Tzedek. Shame was Malki Tzedek, Melech Shalem, king of Shalem. And we know that was, according to Chazal, Yerushalayim. So Shame called it Shalem. Avram calls it Hashem Yireh. What do I do? Yireh Shalem, Yireh Shalem, Yireh Shalem, Yerushalayim! Wonderful. So he calls it Yerushalayim. Okay, is that a game? Hashem, Hashem like puts the words together. It's like Sesame Street. Right? You put the word together and, you, and all of a sudden you have, you have Yerushalayim. Chas v'shalom. It's the message. Says the Meshachachma. Ve'ha'inyan. As he always starts off. Line 11. On the left side now, on the bottom. What was shame all about and what was Avram all about? The shame, Haya, and this is a unique Yerushalayim vart. What about Yerushalayim? You can also use this about a person too, but Yerushalayim he says it about. The shame, Haya, B'dar HaMabal. Shame was in the Daramabal, Vahaya, B'teva, Vizanu Pirnes Kalan Evram Sham B'teva. He was on the Teva. What was that year like on the Teva? We can't even imagine. Every single type of animal, every single feed of every type of animal needs to be fed every day. Every day. How many people are on the table? Eight. And how many people? Okay, oh, maybe on account, oh, you could probably going to do much. But how many people to feed every single animal in the universe that was on the table? What was that year all about? It was all about chesed. It was all about giving. Because you, you couldn't survive on the Teva if you didn't care about everybody and everything else. That's what shame, who lived through that, who was on that, that's what he represented. And chesed meaning, it was a tikkun, it was a fixing of all the midos, mushchasos, the Doramabal. What was the Doramabal about? Gezel, Arayos, Right? Which is all, all the Midos issues. Okay, Arias' borders, but, but really, right, the, 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 destroying the relationships between items. Vachal Mudo, line 15. Midos, Vatchunos, 
That's why he named the Yerushalayim. Shalem. Shalem is about, it's a complete unit. Everybody's one. Everybody's together. Everybody's just part of a whole. That's what Shalem is. Shalem is that I take the Midos Mushchasos, that were the first part of my life, says Shame, the rest of the generation. And I, along with my family, on the Teva, I teach the world that we're all in this together, that we're all a unit, that we're all Shalem, fixing the Midos. That's what Shame's about. Avraham, first person to recognize God. Amnam, fourth to last line. Avraham, his falsafe. From, from the word philosophy. Ma'od b'chachma v'lamad kol darchayat v'limin kol darchayat ha'wim v'itvakech imam and he argued and he philosophized v'chakar b'sichlo ki yesh Hashem echad mashkiach alakol Hashem is in charge Hashem is there v'lo mazrashka chasol ha'kol chavim he didn't give it over to the stars u'mishum z'sali Avram that's why Avram called it Hashem Yireh what is Hashem Yireh? A couple ways. Either Hashem always sees there's a God in the world. Or Yireh, you should see God. Hashem Yireh. He should be seen. But either way, it's focused on the Menadam Lamakom. It's focused on the monotheistic elements of Avram Avinu. That's why he called it Hashem Yireh. He's invoking God in the world. So Shalem from shame is about the perfection of the midos, of chesed, of overcoming what happened during the Dora Mabel. And Yireh, Hashem Yireh, is about the monotheistic tendencies of Avraham Avinu and what he was trying to teach to the world. Yerushalayim is a combination of the Ben Adam HaMakom and Adam HaChavero, a place where perfection could be achieved in midos and in muskalos, in the Yireh and the Shalem. V'hinei Yerushalayim, line 9, B'nuyah al shnei dvarim, l'zakecha muskalos, to purify the elements of the intellect, she'ikaren b'moach, u'l'sakeinu l'kashet amido she'ikaren b'leif. He says, that's what we have to do. And he says, that's even a chazal, beautiful pshat, the grand brachas, la'olam yikani sadam shnei p'sachim, achach yispalal. You gotta go through two doors before you daven. So, pashat don't sit next to the door. Go through all the way, go through two doors and then daven. Says the Meshachachma, before we daven, we have to make sure we're perfect in the Pesach of another Lomakom, in the Muskalos. We're connected to God, and also the Be'atorecha Kamocha, that we're all davening together, as the Arizal says we have to do every morning. Says the Yeresh Shalem, we have both in Yerushalayim. And he continues, I'm not going to go further in that, but that's his Yeresh Shalem. Okay, two more ideas. Second Rosh Schwab, as promised. Pasuk says, going back a little bit. Avram takes the wood. He takes the wood and the matches and the knife and he's going. Yisrael looks up at his dad. His dad was a pretty old man. And he says, Dad, I see the, I see the matches. I see the wood. Where's the sheep? Right? Does he know about it? Does he not know about it? He says, I see the matches. I see the wood. Unbelievable, says Rishwab. Avram was carrying something else also. He's carrying a knife. Yisrael doesn't say a word about that. Amazing ha'ara. 
The Pasuk says that Avram is carrying the Eish and the Macheles and the Eitzim and Yisrael says, Hinei ha'eish v'ha'eitzim Why doesn't he say Hinei ha'eish v'ha'eitzim v'ha'ma'acheles He's not bothered by the knife. I don't know if you would ask us, that would be the, the first thing. Now, no word about Yisra commenting about the knife. As if he's not bothered that there's a knife on his father's back. He's only bothered by the fire and the wood. Says Rav Schwab. Says Rav Schwab. We learned something about Yisra Bavinu here. Venir Farish line 10. And he's taking a stand on a machlokas in the Midrashim. Shebevada yada Yisra chutzorach limzoraz nafsho. Yisra knew what was going on. He knew there are all these little hints to his knowledge. He knew what Hashem had commanded Abraham. He knew what was going to happen. He was going to be after to be killed on Sivi Hashem. And he was ready to give his life. He was ready. And that's why he wasn't bothered by the knife. If this is what God wants, this is what God wants. What was he surprised about? Amnam Fire and wood? Fire and wood means a carbon. A knife just means it's going to kill me. Okay. Firewood means a carbon. Could I be a carbon? Am I on the level of being a carbon? Do I have enough purity of spirit to be a carbon? That was his question. The Anava of Yitzchak Avinu. He knew he was ready to be Mozart Nefesh. He wasn't bothered by the knife. Fire and wood? I can't be a carbon. If somebody has a little machshava, little machshava, what do the other midrashim say? Make sure I don't move. I don't want to be mafag of the carbon. Through his tremendous humility, and he didn't believe that he's right to be a carbon. We call Sig Vadofi. You have to be totally pure. If you have feel the chisaron even a little bit of a chisaron, he passes. That's why he's only bothered by the fire and the wood. He's not bothered by the knife because that's he's ready to be Moser Nefesh. He just didn't think that he could be a carbon. And Avram answers, "Al Kim Yiralo Asela Ola Bini." Kadosh thinks you're good enough. Kadosh Baruch says you're good enough. You're okay with me. Kadosh Baruch thinks you're that purity of heart. Good. One final thought. Al Derech Drush for the evening, and that is back all the way in the beginning of the Parsha. Yitzchak is forecast. Sarah is told that she's going to have a son. What happens? Sarah says, Vatitzchak Sarah b'kir balimar. Sarah laughs in her in her insides. After, look at, my, look at me. Look at my body. And my husband, forget about it. Right? Hashem says to Avram, why is she laughing? Right, Shalom Bayez learned that from here. And then what happens in Pazak Tezvav? No, 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 I didn't laugh. Ki because I feared. He says, no, 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 you did laugh. That's what Avram sure. What is this, a game? The Pazak says she laughed. Hashem says, you laughed. The Torah says, no, I didn't laugh. Hashem says, no, no, you did laugh. What, what she's lying? She forgot already. It's like a child who's like making up a story, who's rewriting history. It's the Bible says, but the Titzchak Sarah, and then it says, but the Sarah. Sarah contradicts. What kind of game is this? And Hashem says, no, 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 no. Sachat. Number one. No, question number two. 
What's the phrase, the extra two words? I didn't laugh because I feared what she feared. What's kiareya? What's Pasha Pshat? Or Pasha Drush. Right, kiareya. Says of Avram Shore. Sfasem is this question. What, Sarah is, Sarah is lying? She's making up a story? Says this Fasemis. She did laugh. But she felt so bad. She realized her mistake right away. She realized her mistake right away. And, and, and she, was, she couldn't believe it. I, Hashem told her about this tremendous bracha and blessing. And she did tshuva. She did tshuva. And what happens with tshuva? It's as if it didn't happen. Hashem wipes it out. She did tshuva. She did tshuva. She was so scared. Kiyareya. She was scared. She did tshuva. She realized, I don't want to lose the bracha. I didn't. It's considered as if I didn't. Tshuva. I know tshuva from Adam and Kayin. Kiyareya. Hashem says, that's great. But I need you to do, I need you to pave, pave the way there's a higher level of tshuva. Not just wiping out the Avera. Tshuva miyira, kiyareya. As we know, tshuva me'ava. The higher level of just yearning to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not just, oh my God, I can't believe I laughed. What's Hashem going to do? Now I'm not going to get the sun. No, the higher level of tshuva me'ava. She says, lo tzachat kiyareya, v'yom alo kitzachat. It's the parsha of tshuva. That's what we learn from this, from this little story. Tzchok asali olokim, kitiris alakaf alibuv. And he says, you know what, this story, if you look at the psukim in this light, you realize the limud is. The first couple in history, the first Jewish couple teaches us when there's hardly any hope and they're about to be, and they have been, misyai and natural means, it doesn't look like it's going to work, things could work out. And not to have yeyush. Kind of limud turning over. When we see our our situation in Ruchnius and Gashmius, right? What did she say? I'm so old. I'm so old. Naturally, I can't have a baby. Hashem said, "Don't worry, I'll, I'll change it around. I'll, I'll switch nature for you." Even after the days have been worn and we're older, whatever stage of life we're at. There could be a power of tshuva. There could be a power of of coming, of continuing. And he says that's why he quotes from Ritzadok. He says that's why he says the whole the whole beginnings of Am Yisrael were Baderek Nes. Right? Avram wasn't supposed to have a kid. Wasn't supposed to have a child. Avraham. Yisrael. Sarai. Sarah. It was all Baderek Nes. Because he's setting the stage for Am Yisrael existence. And never to give up. And he says, even the Pasuk in Yishayoh, line 5 in the middle column, Habitu el Avraham avichem, look at Avraham vel Sarah, ki echad karasiv, I called him one, v'avarcheyev arbeyu. What do you mean you called him one? He says, beautifully, there's a difference, as we know, between echad and rishon. Rishon is first. Echad is one, but not related to any number after it. Avraham was echad, there wasn't supposed to be a shani. Naturally, he wasn't reshown. He was only echad. Kodesh Baruch Hu made him into a reshown, even though he was only originally in echad. 
and he was supposed to, he goes to shecht his, shecht his son, doing many things that looked bleak. But we learned from this parsha, Kodesh Baruch who's in charge. Kodesh Baruch Hu could do nisim. And again, we give chizik, as we started off with, to those who are having difficulties right now. And Rachman Witzlan, many things look bleak, and many things look, when are things going to get back to normal? Be'ezus Hashem, just try to keep having the positive attitude. Sarah and Avraham, Kodesh Baruch Hu should give siyata deshmaya for all Jews in any situation that they find themselves right now to have besaras tovos, yeshuos v'nachamos, very quickly, and Beth Hashem should all gather in Yir Esh Shalem in Yerushalayim very quickly. Ben Harav Yemeh.